What is going on around here? <laughs> Why are you guys wearing stuff on your head? All right, anyway. Alex. It's <laughs> like, who's Alex got has stuff a headband on your head? on. Headphones. That's Tevin. Does he see anybody with headphones ever? He looks over, he's like, who's that? <laughs> who's the Negro? <laughs> oh, Tom <Bernard>. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say it. That's totally the reason why people think you're racist. I'll go ahead and say it for you. <laughs> Good God. Tevin, you should not laugh at him. <laughs> I mean, I was, it was on my mind. <laughs> he's, so. my, he's my black son. I can say whatever oh I want. God. <laughs> Don't listen to Bop Bop. Anyway, we're still signing in. As soon as Alex yeah, gets your headphones on, we we'll are. get it done. Still signing in. Sage, can you say your name when we get to you? Can you go, Sagey? Okay, we'll have to do it again in just one second. Okay? Okay. You ready? Welcome to the family with... Tevin Pittman. Alex Ropenard Rasmussen. Say your name. Say your name. Say your name. Oh. The very proud Nana. Catherine Brandt. <laughs> and Andy Bernard. Uh, Sage, by the way, you're right in the middle of the uh, camera screen, so you're gonna your cute face will be on TV all day. And you wave? Wave, wave to it, the camera. See the camera in the corner. Can, wave to can the they camera. see him? I don't know. No, it's kind of pointed, like uh, mm-hmm. barely. Oh, they can yeah. see about half I'm of like them. at the edge. Well, that's probably good. Don't touch anything. Let me spin this around. Andy can do something. Don't touch. Don't do it. Stay in your seat. Stay. Sit down. Exactly. All right. Going to commercial Okay, break. we'll yeah. be right back right after this. <laughs> Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? The well, latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us, we talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful, no question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say, why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? <laughs> and I just had no answer. For <laughs> he just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state, so we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant. Tommy, I need a favor. What's that? Can you say Nissan Titan in that big Tom movie theater voice? Do you want Echo or not? No, Echo's fine. No, Echo, okay. Nissan Titan. Try it with Echo. Okay, wait a minute. This is my Echo. My Echo. I just paid a lot of money for this Echo. Man, that's brilliant. We have got a killer deal at our two Nissan stores, Coon Rapids and Burnsville. For this month, for the month of October, you can buy a brand new Nissan Titan, which is just a badass truck. 0% financing for 84 months. Here's the only catch. We only have 12 of them in stock between the two stores. So, But 0% for 84 months on a Titan, that's unheard of. That's as long as your KQ contract. It is. It'd be perfect. Yeah, so when you get your truck paid off, you don't have to listen to Tom anymore. Yeah, and I don't have to get up anymore. That's brilliant. Can you say Nissan Titan one more time? Nissan Titan. That sucks. 
Sage is dancing up a storm. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Sage Rasmussen, our special guest. Sage needs a microphone. He needs a microphone. Yes, we need a Sage with a microphone. Mm. That'd be great. Yep. He looks pretty quiet right now. He's got crayons. He's he's taking this very seriously that he's at work. He takes everything seriously. You should see him at soccer. He's just like the only one that follows instructions, and everybody else is like running around like an idiot. Well, we were going to see him at soccer, but then he projectile vomited. I had the end of that on Saturday. I had, a, I've had a really fun two weeks, everybody. Just a really fun two weeks. So, yes. Sage, you ever watch The Connors? There's a kid on there named Michael Fishman. No. You've never seen him? No. Neither have I. Well, we were talking about the fact that uh, on the on the KQ Morning Show, he's on talking about a, an episode of The Connors that he he directed, and he asked me about Poopy Bop Bop. What do you poopy think of that? Poopy Bop Bop. It's you. What's my name, Sage? Poopy Bop Bop. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. There it is, Who's right that? there. Just Nana. <laughs> Just Nana. <laughs> Nana. I'm not Poopy. Yeah. Okay, never mind then. He was trying. He was trying to think of something. Banana, something. Banana, something. something. Uh, on the way over here, Catherine was talking about this COVID thing. Is yeah, seriously, this COVID thing is getting really old. There's no doubt. Okay, about it. you. Yeah. None of you can say a damn thing because you have not been stuck in your house with two young oh, children. Yeah, I've been stuck in my house with a young girl. She's on eight years younger than me. <laughs> I know. And my dad's building's got it now. I know. Yeah. Like on all the floors, so they're all kind of locked in again. It's just the, it sucks. Okay, well, listen to this. You ready? <sighs> These are the top five headlines this morning. Top five. You ready to go? Yes, I'm ready. I'm so ready. In this state, a grim list amid COVID spike. Here are the U.S. cities hardest hit financially by COVID. Meadows repeats, we can't control COVID. Uh, alleged recipient of bogus COVID loan made flashy buys. Oh and finally, vaccine candidate has good news for seniors. Mm. So out of five COVID stories, one of them is positive. Mm, yep. That is it. They're using this. Look, I'm not saying it's not serious. It certainly is. But they're using this to control us. There is no doubt about it. Oh, yeah. No question. Don't you feel that way? Yeah, 100%. Because, like, especially just because one day it'll be, don't you dare leave your house. And then it's like, ah, well, it's not really that bad if you don't do X, Y, Z. And then the next day it's terrible again. Exactly. We, so. He wants to read this book. I don't know where Brown Dog is. There you go. Um, there you have it. Out of so, Michael's brother gave it to him. He got it from his gym. Michael's brother has asthma, so he went to the hospital on Monday two weeks ago because he was having trouble breathing. But like, a cold can give somebody with asthma right. a need to go to the hospital. Right. He was over it in forty-eight hours, completely. Over. By the time he found out he had it, he was done with it. And then he gave it to Michael. He was really sick. Like, he just had, he never coughed. He never had a sore throat. He just had a fever and was, like, a, for overnight, just was tired and had body aches. And he was over at 48 hours, and he gave it to his mom. Same thing. And so it seems like certain strains really aren't that big of a deal. And then some people, are, it's like, oh, our entire daycare had it, and we just had runny noses. But then there's some people that it's like, I've been horribly ill for two months from it. 
I don't know. For two mm-hmm. months, really? Yeah, Diane has one friend who God. she's like she's on her fourth week now of feeling just horrible. That's not yeah. good news. And she didn't have any pre-existing conditions or anything other than really? being she's like seventy. Yeah, and I think what made it the worst was when uh, was it Kumo got it on CNN, oh. and they did like yeah, the yeah, yeah. broadcast from his house, and he just looked disheveled <laughs> and sweaty a hundred percent of the time. In between, right. in my yeah. like, give me a like, break. You, you make it look yeah. like he's like he looked near death. In for, between, like, out bicycling and yelling yeah. at people <laughs> without a mask on. <laughs> is that guy, that same guy that's, that's telling us what to do. Yeah, that's the guy. Biking and yelling. My favorite thing still is when he was doing one arm tricep curls with a 100-pound dumbbell. The world record is 130 pounds. Right. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Yeah, okay there, Chris. And he's what, like 5'4"? Oh, no, he's 6'2". He's 6'2"? Oh, they're big. Yeah, That's really? Big. Yeah. They look like they'd be smaller people. They, oh, they do, tiny. don't they? Well, I was just assuming that everybody <laughs> on York. TV is in New York. super tiny. Yeah, and New Yorkers are tiny. Yeah, yeah. They are. That's surprising that he's... I would not have ever guessed that. Indeed, no question about it. Speaking of New York, do you see that... Jews for Trump had a parade and they got attacked physically. Oh, like, Jesus, of course you, they did. Is it okay if I just have an opinion different from yours without you right. beating me up? Not a chance. Right. What is Never. that? Yeah, you're. It's yeah. The people that are just like so far on one side or the other that it doesn't matter. Like, Christ. you're telling me that every single person that like votes for Trump is going to be racist? Come I on, know. like or one the other side? Like everybody's not racist on the other side? Like no, there's no absolute when it comes to politics. I will tell you two things that I saw because I watch you know I watch Fox and I watch CNN, MSNBC. I, I try to watch them all to try to find any little glimmer of hope of the truth. Good luck. Good luck to me, exactly. But I saw two things on CNN. I was very very impressed with. The first one I saw was Van Jones over the weekend, who is not a big Trump supporter. He has very strong, strident opinions about politics, the rest of it. But he was on CNN, which is where he works. And he said, look, Trump has done a lot for black people. We cannot deny that. He has done a lot for black people across the country. I was very impressed by that. I didn't Mm. vote for him again, but he's got some points in my book because he just... Yes, he just passed a bunch of legislation or something. I don't know, bills, however, executive decisions, whatever he does, about um, uh, child trafficking. Right. I mean, like major league good things to eliminate child trafficking, which why that wasn't something that's been done. I was going to say, well, 50 yeah. years executive ago, order that away, you'd think someone would have thought of that. I mean, some majorly great things. So, right. I, and nobody's right. talked about one thing about it. Oh, no. And, like, well, and people, I don't think, realize, like, how big child trafficking issues are, especially even here in, like, Minnesota. Oh, like, if you yeah. go up to, like, Huge. the Great Lakes area, like Duluth area, where people will just get put on these ships the and Mom. shipped yep. out to sea. Yep. Oh, yep. And then, like, the second they're out off the coast, like whose jurisdiction is it now? It's not like local right. police and by the yeah. time nobody's the yeah. Mall of America. Mall, yeah, Mall of America's another Ikea. one, so it's yeah. I know. Uh the Dales for a while turned into real problems yeah. with, with with sex trafficking because they would just hang out in the courtyards. Mm. And then like yeah. what and at one point I'm sure it probably still is, but Ohio, one of the counties in Ohio was like the number one really? sex trafficking place in the US. That'd be where yeah. Cleveland is. It was like, yeah, I can't, don't remember the exact of it, but there was like child abductions all the time. And it was oh like, yeah, God. don't leave your house if you're in, oh in this city. God. So after Van Jones stood up and acted like a man, which you don't ever see on TV anymore, ever, 
you know, I can I can disagree with the man on a lot of things, but if he's done some good things, I have to give him credit for it. Mm-hmm. You know, and the other guy was John Bolton, who Trump treated like dirt for the last month he was around. Trump was really mean to him. He wrote his book and criticized Trump roundly. There's no doubt about it. But then he on national television on CNN was asked, well, what about this about Trump? It's just, just terrible. And Bolton goes, no, that's not true at all. No, he's actually very good in that area, and you have to give him a lot of credit for what he's done. So for two men, one he treated like dirt, and the other one is not a big fan of Trump's at all. They both ha- were, were man enough to stand up and go, no, that, you're not right about that. Mm-hmm. He is not 100% the most evil person on earth. It's wrong for you to say that. Yeah. I was very impressed with those two guys, uh, both of them, because neither one of them had to do it. There was no benefit for them doing that. They were just men and, and really honest and decent about it, Yeah, which I love. That's, that shows me a confident person is like, I don't have to lie just to get you to try to like me. I got it. Everything's good. Right. And the fact that, like, you have to, like, commend somebody or, like, say, like, hey, good job for <laughs> saying something really. nice. Like, I was talking to a group of people the other day, and uh, there were a bunch of, like, black guys. And one guy, like, started talking about politics. He was going to say something, like, nice about Trump. And oh. instead of, like, talking loudly where other people would hear me, like, whispers into my ear. It's like, I don't want anybody to hear what I'm about to say. Your cowardly like, friends. Oh, yeah, that. But that's just like where it's at, where if you say anything nice about Trump, then people look at you all all weird. I just, I don't, can I have a different opinion than everybody else? Is that okay? You know, you want to support Biden? Good for you. You want to support Trump? Good for you. I don't know who I'm going to vote for yet. I might not vote for either one of them. I don't think Catherine voted for either one of them. She wrote in Kanye West. Kanye was, West. Yeah. He's on the ballot. You don't need to write in Kanye West. <laughs> He's, He's on, on the ballot, ballot in Minnesota. <laughs> Great. But I, uh, no, I just, I saw some glimmers of hope here, again, with this idea that there, there, there's some good news about the COVID, uh, COVID vaccine for seniors. A uh, candidate from AstraZeneca and Oxford sees immune response, few side effects at older adults. That is great news because that's who's the most vulnerable. What? A bop-bop-bop-bop. bop bop puss Oh, bop bop puss instead of octopus? Octopus. Octopus. Nailed it. Yeah, he just nailed it. No question. Exactly right. We've got to take a break here. we got a special guest, Joe Arpaio. Sheriff Joe is going to be on right after this with the family. Tom Bernard with my buddy and CEO from North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Michael, you work with many different types of businesses. Can you tell me about one of them? Absolutely. Real Fishing was started by a young entrepreneurial couple here in the Twin Cities. They offer guided fishing services during the open water season and ice house rentals in the winter. They came to us with a great idea for their business, but not a lot of experience in getting one off the ground. Now that they're up and running, they've told us how much they appreciate that we listen to their ideas for their business and help them work through all of the contingencies that could come. Knowing that we will be here to help them every step of the way with the capital they need. Yeah, they're not going to get that at just any bank. You need Bilski. Tommy, our whole team at all of the branches take pride in providing outstanding customer service and are ready to help our clients when they need us most. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender.
Stash. Here's Andy with the music. Okay. Are you the music? We, we already played the music. Oh, that oh, was the yeah, music? Was... Yeah. What was the drum core? <laughs> we played the drum core music. Is that yeah. what we're doing here now? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome our very special guest, Sheriff Joe Arpaio. How are you, sir? Good. Thank you for calling. Oh, God, yeah, absolutely. Matter of fact, I want to make sure that you get booked. I do a, a morning radio show in town as well. Matter of fact, you've been on it several times called the, KQ, the KQRS Morning Show. I, may, I want to make sure you're booked on there, too, because uh, I've been a big fan of yours for a long time. Uh, very quick, so do you have time for a 60-second story, Sheriff Joe? Yes. So a friend of mine calls me from, uh, from Mesa, Arizona one night, and he goes, Hey, I just heard you talking to Sheriff Arpaio last week. Do you know him? And I said, well, I know him to interview him. I've interviewed him several times over. The KQ Morning Show has been on for 35 years, so I'd, over the years you've been on there several times. But I said, just, oh, yeah, I've talked to him and, you know, all the rest of it. They said, could you do me a favor? I said, what's that? And he goes, uh, I, got a, uh, I got a ticket and I want to see, you know. I said, well, okay, what do you want me to do? And he goes, well, would you mind talking to Sheriff about it? I said, well, what did you do? He goes, well. I got in a car accident, and I said, okay, uh, were you drinking? He goes, yeah, but, and it showed that I was above the limit, but I really wasn't. I said, well, it showed you were above the limit. Mm. Uh, anything else happened? He goes, well, yeah, I hit another car. I said, okay, I'll talk to you later. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. Yeah, he, yeah. Like I can fix tickets, right? Well, yeah, I mean, that's the whole thing. Do, do people still believe that just because you're the sheriff, you could just go and fix anything and do whatever you want? Well, normally I can within the law and, right. uh, and Constitution, although I get blasted all the time. But, uh, yeah, you know. But if he came to the tents, I'd take care of him. <laughs> I bet you would, absolutely. Sheriff Joe Arpaio, an American legend, the name of the book, The Gripping Life Story of an American Legend, in his own word, Sheriff Joe Arpaio, one of the most beloved crime fighters in American history, who has dedicated his entire life to law enforcement, grants us an unfettered deep dive into the true stories that has made him a legend. As I said, Sheriff, you've, been, uh, you've had one big fan in me for a long time. I am a big cop supporter. I'm a big law enforcement guy. I, I like rules. You know, I got to live by the rules, so I'd like everyone else to live by the rules as well. Is that fair? Yes. Uh, by the way, that book can be bought at Amazon. I got to get that plug in. <laughs> we'll get that done a few times, Sheriff, yes. I promise you. Okay. We'll Thank make you. sure we get that done. Aren't you glad you're not the sheriff anymore? <laughs> no. No, I'm not glad, but I have other things uh, that I have in mind. Uh, I lost in 2016. I never lost a Republican primary, mm -hmm. and I'm the longest uh, sheriff in uh, history. Pretty proud of that. Uh, mm -hmm. 24 years in Maricopa County. So sometimes I wonder how I survived. Yeah. 24 years and kept getting reelected until 2016, uh, when George Soros pumped in three million oh. against me and the federal mm -hmm. judge uh, activist. Uh, prejudice judge against me uh, says they're going to charge me, and that's under Obama and his attorney general, with contempt of court the day before voting started. And now, right now, in, in the Department of Justice, attorney general's making issues that they don't want to take on certain cases because it's an election year. What about me? They didn't have any problem taking me on. Now, that was under Obama, but that dovetailed into uh, 
January uh, when the, um, uh, you know, after uh, uh, Donald Trump was elected, and we wrote to the Attorney General, he should have dumped the case because, first of all, they charged me with the wrong charge. Number two is a little contempt of court. I can go on and on. So sometimes there's a double standard around this world and this country especially. And I was with Donald Trump from day one, July 2015, first rally, Phoenix. Nobody would get next to him. I got, uh, I introduced him. I never met the man before, but I said, you're going to be our next president, uh, and we're born on the same day, Ooh. flag day, and there's a silent majority. And from that day on, I'm his guy. In my book, you'll see I call him a hero five times, even though it's not really a book about Donald Trump. But a lot that's in there pertains to his problems, including the Russian steel situation, which I'm tied to indirectly, and what's happening in the federal courts tied into that. So there's a lot of connections in my book. It relates to uh, him and other issues, just by chance. I just happened to be a sheriff, but people forget I had another life, and that's one reason I wrote the book, because everybody talks about 24 years as sheriff. They don't talk about my <clears throat> other big career with the U.S. Drug Enforcement all right. over the world. Right. So that's why uh, I wrote it. The media won't cover me, so maybe I can get it out in my words through the I don't really understand. So you're not going to be interviewed on, on, well, you'll be on Fox television, I'm assuming, won't you? Why? Why would you say that? They blackballed me for a year. Why? Well, I'll tell you why. And this is a powerful problem we have, and I'm not going to surrender. Good. I have a whole chapter in my book. I have the proof, 150% proof. That's when I took on the uh, Obama birth certificate. Oh, yeah, right. on Fox. uh, And just mentioned that, and that was the end for over a year. Never been called. I know everybody there, been on for 24 years, and they blocked me out. They sure have other people. They have other people that were part of on there. So that's okay. The only reason I don't hit them too hard, because there are two or three that I know very well, Hannity and Ingram, I know these guys, still uh, give the uh, president a fair shake. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Pete we'll Hegseth. We'll see if they a... come around. I'll probably do MSNBC and CNN. I don't care. Yeah, I, why? I don't know why you would. Me. If uh, they want to interview me, they always have hit me all the time, so that's okay. No, I understand. And they should. They, I think MSNBC... Uh, Newsmax, obviously Fox, uh, yeah, I've been CNN. On Newsmax. Yeah, I mean, I don't see. Look, here's the problem I have, Sheriff. Just because I don't agree with a certain person's politics or whatever, do I automatically have to hate them and want them to be hurt? This has gotten so out of line and so That's crazy. Right. What happened? That's right. Well, you know, we're going towards a new country. I hope uh, the president gets reelected at least. Keep it uh, calm and even and does what he did and continue doing that program. We need him another four years. He's done a great job just because he has rallies and says some things. And, you know, when he goes to the toilet, 
somebody leaks it. He can't do nothing. I can't figure this out. And I worked. I was an official in D.C. three times. But I've never seen any leaks like I see now. Right. I must have informers in the toilet or something. <laughs> You're probably right. <laughs> You're probably right about that, as a matter of fact. See, I'm the kind of guy, Sheriff, that everybody should get their opinion. I hear people running their mouths about things they have no idea what they're talking about. And I'll, I'll throw you a quick one. I'm watching the TV because I, you know, I bounce around and watch them all so I can try to figure out what the actual truth is and, you know, because everybody kind of leans one way or another, you know, it's that kind of deal. But I, I just, we saw this thing the other night uh, where, where the president was talking about coyotes bringing little children across the border uh, along with some, some drug dealers. That's why we have 550 kids uh, without parents in the country. And it, he talked about that. There was a woman in Georgia who's a lawyer, and I, I believe she's on the about. Deshaun something. Yeah. She oh, literally said, Sheriff Lord. Joe Arpaio, she said, and I'm not, ex- I'm not exaggerating this at all, she said, how does the President of the United States think a small animal like a coyote could carry a human across yeah, the border? Yeah, yeah. She actually well, said that. A lot of people of did, course. actually. Oh, of God. course. Yeah, they don't know the terminology. No, they don't. I mean, the, the President does because he's doing a great job uh, in the border. So, you know, he knows the slang, too, which yes. means he's doing something. He's not just reading you know, a paper, so that's good proof. Yeah, they call them coyotes. And you talk about all these kids coming across, and I, by the way, I just figured out, I spent 35 years at the U.S.-Mexican border out of my 58 years when I was head of the DEA in Mexico, South America, and then Texas, and then Arizona, and then 24 years sheriff. So I was connected to that border all those years as the top guys. So I know where the border is. You go and Liddy and I under Nixon closed that border operation in the 1969 for two weeks. Boy, did the Mexicans learn their lesson then. Uh, and then I became director there. That wasn't easy, but I, Attorney General used to come to my house. I fed him blueberry pie because he loved my wife's pie. I gave him whiskey, not in the pie, separately. Good, good. I got more done with blueberry pie and whiskey than the big stick. And I love it when the president goes to meet with Putin and the Korean guy and all that. And he gets blasted. Some people call him a terror because he meets with a, okay, even if he is an enemy, go in the back room and resolve your problems. So that's the way I look at it. People don't like it. That's tough. That's what I did, did with Noriega in Panama. Yep. I used to work with him. I used to take him down in his bunker. We used to talk. I knew he was uh, playing both sides. But you got to do that. Right. So th- these people just want to blast the uh, president. They don't care what the uh, issue is. No, there's no question about it. I uh, Back in April, I had lunch with the president. At Trump internationally invited me to lunch with him, sat down with him. He is nothing like that blustery guy on television. He's very polite, very soft-spoken guy. He, you know, he could tell you has strength all the rest of it, but he could not have been more pleasant. So I don't know. I, I, I just don't. You know, I, if I had gotten a call from Jimmy Carter to go have lunch, I'd have lunch with him too. You know, it's yeah, you fall asleep though. <laughs> well. well, there's a possibility. Joe, you're on fire today. That's a good thing. <laughs> The peanut guy. The peanut, the peanut guy. I, 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 and by the way, I was, I, I was, this is interesting. I was the honorary chairman and for Bush, 
George W., Mitt Romney, mm-hmm. Rick Perry, they all come to me. Of course, Trump is a different situation. They all right. come to me every time presidents run for my endorsement. Of course, this time around, everybody's forgotten my name. God. That's okay. I, You know, when you take a little heat, these politicians, they all want your endorsement. If you take a little heat, uh-oh. Oh, no, we got to stay away, which is sad. Yeah, it is. It is. Very sad. So I'm not bitter, and uh, but I'm still around. President's my hero, and uh, he's got my phone number. Let's just leave it at that. We when will I meet indeed. with him, I don't go out and uh, rag. I just met with the president, which I did about a year and a half ago. Recently, I'm talking. I mm-hmm. met him alone in a hotel room. Nobody there. Media got wind of it. I walk out. Sheriff, what did you say? I said, I'm not going to tell you what I said. Go ask him. You know, any other politician walk, I just met with the president, we discussed this, I told him this. No. I don't do that when I meet and talk with him. Right. It's up to him. I like it. The book is called Sheriff Joe Arpaio, an American legend. Sheriff, like I said, been a big fan for the whole 25, 28 years, whatever it's been now. I appreciate your time, and i got to make sure you're booked on my morning show as well. I love your straight-ahead approach. I can always tell when you're lying because you never lie. <laughs> That's the great thing about you. Well, I'm, you know, I'm a Catholic guy. One thing I remember in the Bible, the truth will set you free. That's all I do. And everything in that book, I can back up. I guarantee you, I don't care what it is, I kept records since I was born. So I know everything documented. It is a wonderful thing. Sheriff, I, I hope I talk to you again very, very soon in the morning show and come back Thank on this you. show, too. I'd love to have you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Show of Joe Arpaio, ladies and gentlemen, a legend in the state of Arizona, Mesa, Maricopa County, that whole deal down there. But uh, I did not realize he got the cold shoulder now. Yep. What is that all about? It's just the media smear campaign against him. God, why? Why do they have to do this to me? Why do they have to ruin what they me? They do. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't. When I lived in Arizona, I got the impression he wasn't a very uh, well liked guy amongst certain groups down there for the tent city. Especially. You mean like? <laughs> you mean like? We'll um, just leave it at that. <laughs> Look at the time. We'll Look at the time. We got a five minute segment coming up after we take a break yeah. here. We'll be right back and do a quick five, because that was a 15-minute, or we'll do a five-minute right after this with the family. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry, This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin, is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors, to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is the equal opportunity employer. 
Sage has a sandwich. Sage, what kind of sandwich is that? Do you remember what kind it is? Say BLT. BLT. <laughs> so Jude thinks that he's about to yeah, get a sandwich. Yeah, like, like, right like exactly. I'm gonna stick close. Once the once the kid gets the sandwich, Jude gets off the lap yeah. and says, I'm waiting for this to get yeah, dropped. Please drop something so I can scarf it down. Sagey's such nope. a good kid. Sagey wagey. Uh what I meant, I didn't mean to get him like all riled up by aren't you glad you're not no, no, no. He the knew sheriff what you anymore. Meant. Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, I can't even imagine no, in the God, political climate that we're in right oh, now God. what would be going on oh, right now. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was so amazing. I was, you know, because I do. I watch CNN, MSNBC. I watch Fox. I watch Newsmax. I try to get, you know, try to find the truth in there somewhere right? or a version of it. They, You should see the poll numbers. On CNN and Newsmax, Trump is up by five everywhere. And on CNN and MSNBC, Biden's up by nine points everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know who's leading. We don't know who's in the lead. No, who we'll knows? Know. Right. And then it's like, like, who are you, according, like, who are you getting this information right. from? Like, oh, is it somebody that you are in favor of that probably is going to talk to people that are in your same line of thinking? Like, out of that's ten probably people right. that I asked. Out of, the staff, out of the staff here at CNN, it <laughs> yeah, looks like exactly. Biden's going to win the landslide. In the Trump fan yeah. club. Right. I really wish they would stop doing things like that. It just, it is rather annoying, no question about well, it. Well, I think, especially if Trump wins, polls are going to be, like every polling place in the country is going to be shuttered because no one's going to believe them anymore. After last election yeah because everyone was saying that hillary was going to win it was a landslide for hillary Mm. i know i remember i woke up and i was like oh so hillary won and dan's like no (laughs) it's like are you kidding what yeah so he want hillary to win I mean, I don't think anybody wanted anybody to win. <laughs> well, that's a possibility. I can right. see that. But yeah, if, the, if we've if got polls, to choose one, if the polls are yeah. wrong again, then they are. I don't think people are even going to bother anymore. I don't oh think no. They, you know, I agree. Well, with I you. just I wonder if like, you know pollsters are actually being manipulated by money because no, it seems not like about everything's it. being no manipulated question. by money. And it's proven I would actually, networks. if I were, if I were the underdog, I would want everybody to think that my opponent was winning. Because then people right, aren't so going to go, yeah, right? That's true. Psychologically, it's like, why should I bother? I think that's what happened with a lot of Hillary supporters. It's like, oh, she's—it's a shoe in. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It's a—it's a weird like people think like, oh, my vote doesn't matter, so I'm not going to go like one way or the other. But then there's people that are like, well, oh, if uh, my guy's losing, I need to hurry up and get there and vote because yeah, yeah, we right. need to win this thing back. It's so, yeah, it's a weird dynamic of depending on who you talk to, how people. The thing that's view. annoying to me is that people are just so entrenched in their little parties oh i know over the constitution it's like there's some bad actors in the senate oh there's some bad actors in congress there's some bad actors everywhere and yet if i feel that like the people that i know that are party specific would always just vote the ticket right they're never gonna straight yeah that's what i hate is when it's like they don't even it doesn't even matter who it is like they could run for the other side like and they'd be like you know what nope screw him i'm gonna vote for my party because that's just how i am that's really a shame because putting um that sort of politician 
glorification above the Constitution or what's right for mm-hmm. the country or your city or your county is yeah. just, it can be very harmful. Yeah, people look at it like sports teams almost, where they're yeah. like, I don't care. Yeah. I've been a Minnesota Vikings fan my whole life, so mm-hmm. that's just how I'm not jumping ship when it's right. like, no, it's not yeah. the same. Mm-hmm. It's not the same concept. Do you know that I didn't know which party was which until my early 20s? Oh, no, I was the same yes, way. We knew that. Yeah. Yeah, we absolutely knew that. Rich? I didn't. What do you mean? Republican which one Democrats. was left? Which right. one was right? I didn't know. He right. Didn't know I didn't that. care. Oh, there was multiple times like growing up where I had to Google like which one yeah. is which now again. Like, so they all know just what? Right. Yeah, and which one actually did what they right. say they do? Right. And which well, more that I'll never know. Good luck. Which one do black people are yeah. supposed to be with? Because that's I'm trying to figure out that I'm alive. Which one makes me black right. when I vote for them? Right. I think that's going to change quite a bit in the future. I really do. I hope so. I, I, look, I think the Trump campaign is making a huge mistake today, and I hope they change it. Because CNN and MSNBC is talking about how how Biden is just blowing him out in the polls, and he's got a nine point lead, and he's just this is a you know it's a slam dunk, just like they did with Hillary. Uh, Trump is on saying I've got a lead in every one of the important states by you know anywhere from two to five points. You don't want to do that. If the other guy claims that he's up by nine points, what you want to do is say, man, I'm behind by about a point, point and a half. We're mm-hmm. almost there, but I really need your help yeah. to get over the top. And I don't feel like, yeah, Trump's campaign, like, you haven't seen any, like, hey, I need, we need you guys to go vote. Whereas, no, like, yeah, Biden's no, side. Like, yeah, like, whatever. I don't need you. <laughs> if he loses, it's because they did not do a good job convincing people that they needed and, to go vote. And especially when you have, like, the NBA and other people that are, like, right. neutral parties or saying hey like just go vote because we want to make sure everybody's voice is heard you and really if you're in the NBA's neutral okay it's not I'm, no, it's, okay. it's supposed like, to be neutral uh, it's supposed uh, to be neutral uh, yeah. guys okay you leave, leave me alone <laughs> Right. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It seems like yeah, like there he's not one side is definitely so maybe like you don't want everybody to go vote because you know that if everybody yeah. goes and votes that you're yeah. not gonna be the popular guy anymore. I just I think that's a big mistake to just do that. That first debate was a huge mistake, yelling at people. Mm-hmm. But then now now Joe's yelling at people. I, I just Everybody's senile. Everybody's yeah, in the last debate I hear that Trump was like the calm. He was logical. Yeah. One. He was. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want one anything. second. To no. I didn't either. Once, once they said they were going to institute a mute button, I was yeah. like, okay, I'm out. I <laughs> What's the point? <laughs> what? I understand. Was it used like thirty thousand? But it times. worked apparently, right? Oh, they it? couldn't sit there cross screen yeah, no, with yeah. each other. Very little interruption. Very little yeah, yelling. That's true. Oh, that's nice. That's what I, had, I haven't seen a single that's second of I it, but either. I've heard that it's it was much more. Yeah. You know, Dan watched a little bit, and he said that it was more civil. Which is why no one's talking about it. It's like a wrestling match where they actually (laughs) listen to the ref. (laughs) Well, I will tell you this. The woman who did the moderation, I don't know, was her name Velcher or something like that? What's her name? Oh, I saw a lot of, she won the debate. And I was just like, I don't even Um, know. They have audio of her from four years ago where she is, she doesn't know her mic is on. And she's warning Hillary about what questions she's going to ask yep. her. Mm. Oh, you saw that, too? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, she boy. cheated during the debate How four years ago. How do these people get to be moderators when know. they pull this kind of crap? And why I, I are they? St- why wouldn't they be fired when they're doing stuff like that? There just seems to be like you know. can do whatever you want now. Yeah. And nothing ever happens to you. No. Oh, I God, here we it. go. Now I got oh, I don't want to say this. What? Uh-oh. Is it Kevin. another racial slur from Joe from Louisville? Or? 
No, but somebody doesn't know your name because they said Kevin is right. Yes. Close enough. That's what we're, we're talking about. Uh, you. Yeah. Kevin. That's Kevin. the only Evan in the room. <laughs> Take that win for me and my people. That's exactly. I'm guessing we'll it was an autocorrect situation. Yeah. <laughs> I'm guessing you get those a lot. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, oh yeah. Fawn turns into Dawn. Well, yep. Tevin, Devin, oh, Kevin. Kevin. corrected yep. it, though. It says Tevin. Yep. Uh, there we go. It's probably autocorrect. Autocorrect is racist. Autocorrect is racist. It's a tough life I live, guys. So You <laughs> used to always text things about Tim. Oh, Tom. Yeah. Tom always Tom turned, turned into Tim. Into Tim. It's so I know. weird. Everybody was just like, his name's Tim now. Yes. I know his I name, you It would autocorrect Tim. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever that is, big fan of them. The next time I text... Tevin, I can guarantee you, I will say, um, it's much larger. I'm never going to use the word bigger because of autocorrecting. Okay. Uh, Whoever's phone is autocorrecting bigger yeah. to yeah. big end, like you've got more issues because mine doesn't, yeah. mine doesn't even before. do that. It has happened before. Modern autocorrect, oh, it won't even accept that as a word. Mm. Oh, you, you can even, like, you oh, can, modern autocorrect. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to try it because I don't know what <laughs> would happen with my, yeah. With, I see, yeah. If I see a tweet pop the up from Catherine. With people spying on me. Well, remember the autocorrect <laughs> guy that ran into his buddy? This is a true story. Kevin, does this work? <laughs> guy runs into his buddy he hasn't seen for a few years. Mm-hmm. And so they talk, hi, everything's great. They, they, they separate and they go, hey, let's get together sometime soon. But a half an hour later, one guy texts the other guy, hey, let's get together sometime. Really, really great to see you. Kiss your wife for me. It's a callback. It autocorrected to kill your wife for me. Jeez. <laughs> Remember that site that oh, went, damn you autocorrect? Damn you autocorrect. Oh, damn you autocorrect. Oh, like, I laughed so hard you would die. Oh, my God. Kill your wife for me. Kill your wife for me. Yeah. So what the hell is wrong with you? Yeah, damn you but autocorrect. Is that, that guy, still a thing? The reason I thought it was still working, because remember there was a sports guy who it came back as the big N, and it, he, he said it autocorrected from another word. But it, but it actually, the guy who received the message, it came back as the big N. You'd have to type that word a lot for your autocorrect right. to turn it into. Yeah, really? Yeah, 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 mine doesn't even do that. So I'm guessing rappers, it's on there. <laughs> like, it's also, like you'd think that if, if it did that on its own, like wouldn't we see like a black person being like, "Oh, damn, autocorrect got me." Yeah, like it's all yeah, like, not like yeah. oh whatever. All right. I'm just gonna Don't leave worry it. About a thing. <laughs> right. Just gonna leave it as is. All right, we got to take a break. We got hour two coming up. Lots more to talk about with the family. Tomatoes.